بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين We studied the way the Quran explains the transition from darkness to the light. And we said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Ahzab, which is chapter 33, number 43, explains that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala along with his angels sends salutations to the believers to take them from darkness to the light huwa alladhi yusalli alaykum wa malaikatuhu liyukhrijakum min adh-dhulumat ila an-nur wa kana bil-mu'minina rahima It is very short but very profound. Salutations come from Allah and from the angels. But when Allah talks about taking from darkness, it's only attributed to Allah. لَيُخْرَجَكُمْ not لَيُخْرَجُوكُمْ They send salutations with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but the one who actually takes us from darkness to light, it's only Allah. It's not in a plural form. Because it is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is able to take us from darkness to the light. And indeed it means towards himself. And what the angels do is just to ask forgiveness for us and inshallah if Allah helps I will explain that forgiveness is a matter of giving more light because sins are the source of darkness in a hadith Imam Abul Hassan alayhi salam. Normally when we say in our hadith Abul Hassan, it means Imam Qazim alayhi salam. Someone asked the, uh, the Imam alayhi salam, Abul Hassan alayhi salam, Ma ma'ana salatillahi wa salat malaikatihi wa salat al-mu'min. What does it mean that Allah sends salutations? What does it mean that angels send salutations? And what does it mean that mu'min sends salutations? Because in the other ayah we had, Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu, sallu alayhi wa sallam. Qal, salatullah rahmatun min Allah. Allah's salutation is a mercy from Allah. As you remember, we said that this is a special mercy of Allah, a special package of mercy of Allah, that it's responsible for taking from Darkness to the light. وَالصَّلَاةُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ تَزْكِيَةٌ مِنْهُمْ لَهُ The salutations of the angels is 
asking forgiveness for the believers by the angels. So the angels ask forgiveness for the believers. So angels are not able to give light or take us from darkness to the light directly and by themselves. But they have this ability and also this concern for us that they ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us. And our salawat also, when we send salawat, is again praying. And this is why I you know, mentioned to you that we say, Allahumma salla ala Muhammad wa ala We pray. So, the angels, in addition to different roles and tasks that we have, for example, we have the angel of death along with his assistants and aides. We have angel in charge of everything, you know, like for example, the rain, uh, farming, growing, having children. There are angels who are responsible for different things. The Quran says, "Falmudabbarate amra." They are in, in charge of managing and administering the affairs in this world. But one of the things that the angels do as their uh, prayer is that they ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us human beings. This is very important. In particular, I draw your attention to two verses of the Quran. One is Surat Qafir or Surat Mu'min verses 7 to 9 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim Al-ladina yahmaluna al-arsha wa man hawlahu Those who carry and hold the throne arsh Wa man hawlahu and those who are around it, they are not responsible for carrying it, but they are around. They glorify Allah while praising Him. And inshallah, we have a special discussion about this glorification of Allah and praise. So they glorify Allah with praising and they have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But something special. One of the things that they constantly do is they ask forgiveness for the believers. The angels are so kind and so considerate that they ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive the believers in such a nice way. They say, Rabbana, wasi'ata kulla shay'in rahmatan wa ilma. They say, Our Lord, your mercy and knowledge embrace everything. 
or you have embraced everything in knowledge and mercy. Please forgive those who have returned to you and have followed your path. And protect them from the punishment of the hell. This is what the angels pray for believers. Our Lord, please enter them or let them enter the heavens, the paradise that you have promised them. You know, Allah has promised good people to go to heaven. So they say, oh Allah, please let these people enter the heavens. وَمَنْ صَلَحَ مِنْ آبَائِهِمْ وَأَزْوَاجِهِمْ وَذُرِّيَّاتِهِمْ And let also those who are good among their fathers, means parents. أَزْوَاجِهِمْ Espouse, wife, husband. وَذُرِّيَّاتِهِمْ Their progeny. Let these also join them. Sometimes a person is good and his children or parents or husband or wife is not as good as one should be. But has some minimum goodness. Raman Salaha. So there must be some quality, not kafir. If you know someone is kafir, his progeny Sorry, if someone's progeny is kafir, cannot join him. But a little qualified, but not as good as they are supposed to be. Angel says, Oh Allah, please let these people join him so that they can be together. And we have also another ayah in the Quran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَاتَّبَعَتْهُمْ ذُرِّيَّتُهُمْ بِإِيمَانٍ أَلْحَقْنَا بِهِمْ ذُرِّيَّتَهُمْ وَمَا أَلَتْنَاهُمْ مِنْ عَمَلِهِمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ Those who are good and their progeny are also mu'min, we let their progeny to join them without reducing the good deeds of the father or mother. You know? So it's not that you have to take something from them and say, okay, we take something from you, we reduce your reward, and instead we let your children to come. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, no, I don't take anything. We don't reduce anything from your a'mal. And we let these to be with you. And there is very beautiful hadith here. That on the day of judgment, a person, not one person, you know, some people means. A person would be judged and would be decided that he goes to heaven. But his wife or children, they are not as good to be with him. So he says, O oh Allah, amil to leave lahum. Whatever good I have done was for me and for my family. So if I did anything good, it was for my family as well. Like in dunya, 
if you know you earn something, you earn it for your whole family. So even in reward, you say this is for my family. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, let them join him without reducing and you know, dividing his reward on them. So there is no need to take something from him or say, okay, he has, for example, 100 degree of rewards, so we divide it into 5, becomes 20 for each. No. Allah lets them be with him without reducing anything from him. This is one of the signs of mercy of Allah. So, this is what the angels ask. Truly you are the mighty, you are the wise. Again, they continue. Oh Allah, please save them from the bad. What does it mean? Allah Metabatabai explains that here Sayyat, the bad things that angels ask us to be saved from after asking forgiveness. They have already asked for forgiveness. So the sins they ask to be forgiven. But again they say What are these bad things? Allah Metabatabai says these are the difficult and horrible situations of Akhirah. There, you know, there are fears, there are difficulties in Akhirah. And this is something that makes everyone worried. So, angels ask, Oh Allah, please also save them from difficulties. It's not only a matter of going to hell or not to go. Even on the day of judgment when you are judged, there are very difficult and horrible situations that we have to go through. And inshallah may Allah have mercy on all of us and facilitate that for us. And then they say, وَمَنْ تَقِ السَّيِّعَاتِ يَوْمَئِذٍ فَقَدْ رَحِمْتَهِ وَذَلِكَ هُوَ الْفَوْزُ الْعَظِيمُ and those people that you save them from these bad and difficult and horrible things on that day, day of judgment, so surely you have given them mercy and treated them with mercy. And that is the great achievement. And that is the great success to end our life and go to the day of judgment being saved from difficulties being forgiven led to go to heaven and take with us all the people who are dear to us this is al-fawzul azim this is the great achievement the great success this is what the angels pray for us. This is their salutation for us. Also in Surah Shura, number 5. This was Surah Mu'min or Kafir, number 7 to 9. Also in Surah Shura, number 5, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about angels asking forgiveness for Mu'minin. 
تکاد السماوات و یتفترن من فوقهن والملائکتو یسبحون بحمد ربهم و یستغفرون لمن فی الارض That one was about the angels who carry throne and the angels who are around. This is general. The angels glorify and praise the Lord and ask forgiveness for the inhabitants of the earth. يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ لِمَنْ فِي الْأَرْضِ Beware that truly Allah is forgiving, the most forgiving and the most merciful. So this is the way the angels send salutations to us. As a result of Allah's salutation and this salutation of angels which is asking forgiveness for us, we will be taken from darkness to the light. هو الذي يصلي عليكم وملائكته ليخرجكم من الظلمات إلى النور. So we realize that it is Allah subhanahu wa taala, but in a process of being forgiven and being purified, we will be taken by Him from darkness to the light. وكان بالمؤمنين رحيما. Allah is merciful towards the believers. Now I want to draw your attention to the different sources of light. And in particular about the light of Iman, the light of faith. As you saw, this was وَكَانَ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَحِيمًا This is the light for the faithful people. One verse is Surah Zumar, chapter 39, number 22. أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ أَفَمَنْ شَرَحَ اللَّهُ الصَّدْرَهُ لِلْإِسْلَامِ it's very beautiful ayah and Allah has summarized uh, this ayah so some of the things are to be known by comparison Allah says is the one whose Breast is opened, is widened by Allah. The one whose heart or whose breast is widened, opened up by Allah for Islam. So he is on light. From his Lord. Means he has light from Allah. Because for having light. We don't need anything other than openness. You don't need to create light. You don't need to buy light. Just open yourself. And expose your heart to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is light. If we want light. We have to go 
and let sun shine upon us. Don't put hijabs and you know lots of hundreds of veils around yourself. Open your heart. Let it be opened. أَفَمَنْ شَرَحَ اللَّهُ صَدْرَهُ لِلْإِسْلَامِ فَهُوَ عَلَى نُورٍ مِنْ رَبِّهِ Is the one whose breast is widened and opened up by Allah. So he has light. Then the second part is not mentioned. You understand by comparison. Is he the one, like the one whose heart is not opened or whose breast is not opened? So he has no light. And then Allah says, فَوَيْلٌ لِلْقَاسِيَةِ قُلُوبُهُمْ مِنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ Woe to the people whose hearts are hard. This is quite opposite to the heart being open. Their heart is, has qaswa. Qaswa or qasawa means hard, like a stone. You know, in Surah Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, some of the hearts are like rock. Like stones. But something which helps us very much in our discussion is فَوَيْلٌ لِلْقَاسِيَةِ قُلُوبُهُمْ مِنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ The people whose hearts are hard so they cannot remember Allah. So the whole point is remembrance of Allah. Some of the people just cannot remember Allah because they are not qualified. They are not worthy of remembering Allah. Their heart is very hard. It's like a stone. But if someone's heart is opened and widened, then he can remember Allah and receive light. Another ayah is Surah An'am 122. A'udhu <laughs> I am very sorry that I cannot convey to you the depth of you know these ayat. I just you know give you some idea. I, I am absolutely unable to really convey what is there. Avaman kana maita is the one who was dead. So we gave him life. وَجَعَلْنَا لَهُ نُورًا And gave him light. This is not physical life. This is the spiritual life. This is Hayat Tayyibah. And this by itself needs discussion. Anyway, some people... On top of their physical life, Allah gives them a spiritual life. This is what the Quran says: "Man amila salihan min dhakarin aw unsa wahu wa mu'min, fala nuhiyyanhu hayatan 
tayyibah. Whoever has faith, whether a man or woman, and does righteous deeds, we give him pleasant, enjoyable life. This is a new life. Allah says, is the one who was dead and we gave him life and light. What type of light? A light with which he walks among the people. Yamshi bihi finnas. This is not the light which comes in Akhirah. No, right now. A mu'min who has achieved this has light. So when he walks on the street, when he goes to the classroom, when he goes to the shop, when he goes everywhere at home, he has this light. Yamshi bihi finnas. Is he Is he like the one who is in or under different types of darknesses? If we were just able to see how a mu'min is with light and how a sinful person or kafir is absolutely in dark. Just if we could have one vision of this would be enough for us to change our life. But this is the Quran saying this. So we must accept. Is the one who has been given life. And light with which he walks amongst the people. Like the one who is in different types of darkness. Surrounded by all different types of darkness. And he is not going out of this darkness towards the light. Are they the same? This is the way that for the people who lack faith, what they have been doing is made look nice. They enjoy being in darkness. You know, it's like some people. Who are in a very dark room. When you switch on the light. They shout at you. Please switch it off. You are annoying us. Because they are used to darkness. So they are enjoying their being in darkness. They don't want to be. Or you know like people who are asleep. They don't want to be awakened. Another ayah is Surah Hadid, number 13. Of course, if we start from number 12, Surah Hadid, if you look at Surah Hadid. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajeem. Number 12. Yawma tara al-mu'mineen wal mu'minat. يَسْعَى نُورُهُمْ بَيْنَ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَبَأَيْمَانِهِمْ Remember the day that you see believing men and women 
This is not for only men or for only women. This is for everyone. يَوْمَ تَرَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ يَسْعَى نُورُهُمْ بَيْنَ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَبِأَيْمَانِهِمْ Remember the day in which you see the believers have light which walks and goes fast in front of them and on the right side. Baina Aidihem means before them, in front of them. Wabi Aimanihem, the right side. So on the day of judgment, inshallah you will have light going in front of you, showing your way towards heaven and also on your right. Not on your left, on your right. Why on your right? Maybe because the mu'min carries the record of his a'mal in his right hand. So this is the source of light. Because our light would be the light of our a'mal, our beliefs, our good qualities. This light is on right and in front. And without this light, they couldn't find their way towards heaven Bushrakum al-yawm jannatun tajri min tahtiha al-anhar Then they will be given the good news that you would be given gardens under which the rivers flow khalidina fiha and you will be there forever don't be worried. You don't need to look for any other place. This is the great achievement. Then there are people who lack this faith, this light. The faith and light. This is number 13. Then the people who had no genuine faith, munafiq, hypocrites. They tell amanu, they address believers, unzuruna naktabis minurakum. Unzuruna has been interpreted in different ways. One is let us, another is look at us. Because nadar in Arabic sometimes means to let us, sometimes means look at us. It both makes sense. These munafiqin, when they see they are in darkness and mu'minin are full of light, indeed the light is going in front of them, they say, please let us or look at us. We take some of your light. You have too much. Give us some light. Then they will be told, No. Go backward. Don't come near. You are not able to come near Mu'minin. Go backward and seek light 
in what you have done in the past. Have you done anything good that now you expect light? You cannot borrow light from anyone. You cannot take light from anyone. You have to do something in advance to be qualified to receive light. Then a wall between will be erected between munafiqeen and mu'mineen. Between those who have light and those who lack light. A wall will be erected. فَذُرِبَ بَيْنَهُمْ بِسُورِ لَهُ بَابٌ This wall has a gate. بَاطِنُهُ فِيهِ الرَّحْمَةِ وَظَاهِرُهُ مِنْ قِبَلِهِ الْعَذَابِ Inside the internal side of the wall is mercy. You know, when you have a house or a garden and then you have wall around it, so it has inside and outside. Outside is towards the, for example, a street or whatever. Inside is towards the house. This wall is not made for the protection of the munafiqin. It's made for the protection of mu'minin. So inside is towards mu'minin. Outside is towards munafiqin. So the inside is mercy. The outside is azab, is punishment. You know, like when you have a very, for example, you know, very good house. Inside the house, people enjoy from this wall because it gives them protection. But the thieves who are outside suffer from this wall because they cannot come inside. So they suffer. This wall is rahmah, mercy for the believers. But for those people who are on the other side is punishment. Then there is a moving conversation. This conversation is very, in a sense, painful. Yonadunahum. The people who are munafiq, when they see that mu'mineen are so much happy and joyful, full of light, and even they cannot see them because now there is a wall between them and mu'mineen, they say, Alam nakun ma'akum. Wasn't this the case that we were together? We were in the same, maybe even room, same house, same school, same street, same mosque, same city. Weren't we together? So what has happened that now we cannot even look at you? قَالُوا بَلَا وَلَكِنَّكُمْ فَتَنْتُمْ أَنفُسَكُمْ وَتَرَبَّسْتُمْ وَارْتَبْتُمْ وَغَرَّدْكُمُ الْأَمَانِي Then Mu'mineen don't say to them that Yes, but we prayed a lot, we fasted, we did this and we did that. No, they don't see any significance in their amal. 
They don't think that if they have gone there, it's because of what they have done. Although they have done good a'mal. But they don't consider it significant. They only say that the difference between us is because you unfortunately deceived yourselves. Fatantum anfusakum. Watarabbastum. You have been always waiting for something to happen. You were postponing and delaying the, your reformation. Wartaptum. And you were enjoying just being doubtful. When you didn't want to do something, when Allah promised to do something, you wanted to say, maybe this is not 100%. When you heard something, you said, no, maybe this is not about our time. This is not about our age. This is not applicable to me. You just enjoyed making doubts. And long uh, wishes or, you know, like dreams and too much ambitions deceived you. So, this was the way you wasted your life. Hatta Amrullah. Then the command of Allah came and you were told the time is over. So, they don't say we did, you know, something great. No, they say you missed the opportunities. It's only a matter of appreciating the opportunities that Allah has given us or missing the opportunities opening ourselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's light and guidance or not we shouldn't think that it is really because of what we do that we deserve Jannah or heaven what we do in the best scenario is nothing other than just accepting Allah's mercy just appreciating. وَقَرَّكُمْ بِاللَّهِ الْغَرُورِ غَرُور means the one who deceives a lot. This is one of the titles for shaitan. Shaitan deceived you so that you don't follow Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With respect to Allah, you were deceived by shaitan. So this is Surat Hadid number 12, 13 and 14. Similar to this ayah, we have in Surat Tahrim number 8. There are some similar points but some differences. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا توبوا إلى الله توبة نسوحة O those who believe return to Allah in a sincere and genuine way sometimes in our repentance we are not sincere Sometimes in our repentance, we are not sincere. We think that we can return to Allah just 
physically. No, you have to return to Allah wholeheartedly. So all those who believe, return to Allah in a sincere way. Asa rabbukum an yukaffara ankum sayyatakum. So that inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would cover your bad a'mal, your bad deeds. وَيُدْخِلَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْدِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ And let you enter the gardens under which rivers flow. One of the things that I think is important, this is in barakets, about rivers. Why so much emphasis on rivers in heaven? There may be different reasons, but I think one of them is that water stands for life and spirituality. So these waters are not normal water. This is not just, you know, H2O. This is something very, very spiritual. And just we need to know very, what is the source and a spring of this water. Where, where does this water come? It comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it has life, it has movement, it has energy. It's tajri, it's current. This water is very important. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says... If the believers remain persistent on the guidance, we would have given them water in abundance. What is this water? According to Hadith, this is water of life, spiritual life or knowledge. So, this water is very important. Anyway, Allah says, May Allah then let you enter gardens under which rivers flow. The day that Allah would not let the Prophet and the believers down. Allah would not let his prophet and the believers down. Would not disappoint them. Would not forget them. So we have to make sure that inshallah we will be with the prophet and the believers who are with the prophet. La yukhzillahu nabi walladhina amanu ma'ah Not only walladhina amanu because we are also Alladina Amanu. The ayah starts with Ya Ayyuhalladina Amanu. So we realize that those who believe are one of two types. Those who believe and they are with the Prophet, and those who believe and who are far from the Prophet. Those who believe wholeheartedly and repent to Allah in a sincere way. They can be with the Prophet on the Day of Judgment. Otherwise, they would not be led to be with the Prophet if their Iman is not a sincere and genuine Iman. 
اوکی نورهم یسعا بین ایدیهم و به ایمانهم this is very similar to the verse in surat hadid that was یوم تر المؤمنین و المؤمنات when you see the believers men and women their light goes fast in front of them on the right side here says about the prophet and the people who believe with him their light goes fast in front of them and on their right side this home nuru home their light may refer to the prophet and the believers or just to the believers because the prophet may have his own a special scenario a special condition because of the end of ayah maybe it's most applicable to the people other than the prophet because then they say yaquluna rabbana atmim lana nurana when the believers see the light that they have going fast in front of them and on their right side what would they think would they say this is enough no a mu'min never is convinced with what he has a mu'min must always want to be better whatever good condition you have you must always ask to be better this is not greediness greediness is in material things in your desire to be good and to get closer to allah this is not greediness and if it is greediness it's good but this is not greediness because greediness means to want something more than what you need in the spiritual affairs there is no limit for our need so there, there is no greediness whatever you have still it's always better to have more we must never be satisfied with what we have first of all what we have is very much subject to loss we may lose it secondly what we have compared to what we don't have is nothing we must always ask for more and more and more so mu'minin when they see that they have light they say rabbana atmim lana nurana oh allah please complete and perfect our light they realize that there can be still more so they say oh allah please atmim lana nurana and this is why i said maybe this part doesn't include the prophet because maybe the prophet has this complete light so it's mostly about the mu'minin and the difference between mu'minin and munafiqin also is significant munafiqin when they want light instead of asking allah they tell the believers let us take from your light even in akhirah they are not clever instead of asking allah please you know let, give us some light they said to the believers you know let us take some of your light even there they want to cheat this is munafiq but these people say rabbana atmim lana nurana 
Oh Allah, please complete our light. But they have good understanding that if their light is not yet complete, there must be a problem. Because there is no end to mercy of Allah. So many realize that there must be a problem. So they say, Waqfir lana. Atmim lana, nurana, waqfir lana. And forgive us. Because they know that the problem is in themselves. Because of the sins, their light is not yet completed. This is the great impact of the sins. If the mu'minin who are with the prophets and who have such a light are still worried about the effect of the sins, we must be much more worried because we don't even to be able to reach that level. We must ask always forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially in these months of Sha'ban, inshallah. So they say, Waqfar lana, please forgive us. And it is good. And again, another aspect of the mercy of Allah, that even on the day of judgment, we can seek forgiveness. You cannot fast anymore. You cannot go for hajj anymore. You cannot do any amal because the time is over. Al-yawm amalun wala hisab. Waqadan hisabun wala amal. Today you have time to act. And today there is no judgment. On the day of judgment... There is judgment and no opportunity for amal. If you want to say, okay, we have plenty of time, let us now do something good. No, the time is over. But still, there is possibility, at least for these people, for asking forgiveness. So Allah is so merciful that even in that time, which is, you know, extra time. Still, let the believers, the mu'minin, to seek forgiveness. Atmim lana, nurana, waghfir lana. Innaka ala kull shay'an qadir. Truly, you are able to do everything. In Surat Hadid number 19, we talked about number 12, 13, but also number 19, there is another ayah which is also very important for us. Number 19, if you look at Surat Hadid number 19, and also in the handout is page 4, middle of the page. أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الصِّدِّيقُونَ وَالشُّهَدَاءُ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ Those who have faith in Allah and His messengers, apostles, they are the most truthful. أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الصِّدِّيقُونَ They are the most truthful. The most truthful is a category which is very important in the Quran and this, this is one of those four categories that 
the right path belongs to them. وَمَنْ يُتَعُ اللَّهَ وَالرَّسُولِ فَأُولَاكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالشُّهَدَاءِ وَالصَّدِيقِينَ وَالصَّالِحِينَ So, those who have faith in Allah and the apostles, they are the most truthful. وَالشُّهَدَاءُ This وَالشُّهَدَاءُ can be considered as something added to الصَّدِيقُون or as the beginning of new sentence. Both can make sense. وَالشُّهَدَاء إِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ لَهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ وَنُورُهُمْ They are the most truthful and they are witnesses with the Lord. لَهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ وَنُورُهُمْ They will have their reward and their light. This is why I said in one of previous discussions light is different from reward. So for everything you do which is good, you will be rewarded, but also you will receive extra light. Lahum ajruhum vanuruhum. Walladina kafaru wa kathabu baayatana ulaka ashabul jayim. But those who disbelieve and deny our signs, they would be the people of hell. Which is the place of darkness. Okay, so these verses of the Quran mostly refer us to the light of Iman, the light of faith, which is given right in the dunya, it will become manifest in Akhirah. Everyone can see. So in Akhirah, even a Munafiq can see the light of Mu'min. But in Dunya, maybe this is not understandable for everyone. And this light will be different among the Mu'minin according to the depth of their Iman, according to the level of their Iman, and according to their A'mal. If you do more good deeds, your light would be different. And the light of each act is different from each other. The light of, for example, Salat is different from the light of fasting. So you are really colorful, have colorful lights. Every amal has its own light. So someone who is able to see would be able to realize this is light for what? This is light for wuzu, this is light for salat, this is light for fasting, this is light for ziyarat ashura, this is light for helping someone, this is light for making a mu'min happy. Every light is different. It's in its intensity and maybe even its color would be different. Inshallah, in the next session, then we will focus on the light of remembrance of Allah. To see what is the light of remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Which I think that is the most fundamental light. And maybe most comprehensive source for light inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inshallah forgive all our sins. And inshallah give us the light of faith. And complete our light, inshallah. 
وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين